It was me who caused the Sartag match against Becky and Charlotte, and I'm going to take full responsibility for it, and I only blame myself for it. Well, you should blame yourself. You ain't wrong about that. You definitely cost us the match last week. I know. You should be sorry. I know, I know. And I want to make it up to you, but how can I? I mean, I've watched you beat everyone here in this women's SmackDown locker room, from Charlotte to Naomi, and I just... You're my inspiration. You are truly the competitor that I watch and I admire. And I, I want to fight like you. I want to be like you one day. It's just, you're incredible. <laughs> Wrestling fans, are you ready? For the thousands in attendance, and the millions watching around the world. Uh, let's get ready to rumble! Stupid idiot. Shut your mouth, you thong-wearing fatty. Party's over, Grandpa. Kane was there. Kane was there, too. Yeah! No enhancement needed. This ain't Monday Night Raw. This fight's right. It's WrestleRant Radio. Welcome, folks, the premiere edition of Wrestle Rant Radio in the month of August for August 3rd, 2017. I'm Graham G.S. Matthews. Hope you guys are doing well. And as promised, we are bringing you part two of the candid conversation between myself and the one, the only, the illustrious John Knapp, otherwise known as at underscore John Knapp on the Twitter machine. Follow him there. Uh, he's awesome. We sat down two weeks ago when we initially hung out on that random Wednesday night on July 20th to record hashtag AskGSM on Thursday, which you could still check out two weeks later. It's still an awesome episode, even two weeks removed. Um, but we sat down to record a two-part podcast. Part one went up two weeks ago right here on the show for the July 21st edition, which you can check out. We talk about Jason Jordan being revealed as Kurt Angle's illegitimate son, the current state of WWE, whether Triple H is really a necessity at WrestleMania. We talked about Brock Lesnar and where he kind of fits into today's WWE, where he fits into the fold of the company and whatnot, the on-air product. And today we talk a bit more about that, the future of WWE. We talk about the Shield guys, Dean Ambrose, Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins. Are they getting stale? Where are they going? Where do they fit into the future of the WWE? We talk about the WWE's odd use of Finn Balor as of late. We talk a bit more about Brock Lesnar. We talk about a slew of topics in today's edition of WrestleRant Radio. But not only that, and we touched upon this in part one of the podcast two weeks ago, but we are breaking down for you, for the first time ever, our booking process in SmackDown vs. Raw 2007 General Manager Mode. Now, anyone who knows John and I well enough knows that we've been playing this game in real time for six years. July 9th, 2016, uh, marking the five-year anniversary, but July 9th, 2011, was the first time we ever played SVR 07 GM mode and have continued that same storyline for six years. In-game, 17 years, which is incredible. And we did an entire, uh, at least for the first 14, 15 years, uh, we did an entire retrospective right here on WrestleRant Radio about a year ago in July of 2016. Today, we're not only giving you a bit of a history lesson as to what we've done up to this point in the game, but also giving you a play-by-play booking process as to what goes through the minds of the bookings as we're scheduling matches, not playing matches, but booking matches in SVR 07 GM mode. Again, first time ever, never before been heard on radio, podcast, even shown or recorded, whatever. It's uh, breaking new ground for WrestleRant Radio in the SVR 07 GM mode uh, universe, I guess so to speak. As John and I have been doing this for a long time, but we've never done anything quite like this. We simulate, I think, a few weeks of Raw for you guys on the show, if I remember correctly, but we do indeed do. We culminate with our 2016 Survivor Series pay-per-view. What does it consist of? Who wins? Our reaction, where do we go from there? Get the entire process on today's WrestleRant Radio. So it's a great podcast. You guys will enjoy it again. Check out John on the Twitter machine at underscore John Knapp on the Twitter machine. We kind of pick up where we left off. There's not really a formal introduction. Um, so 
Be sure to enjoy the rest of the podcast with John and myself, The Bookings. I think Rollins is so poorly treated. I mean, you go from having, he's the top guy to now he's not even close. But, I mean, I don't want to say that I'm bored of the current crop of main eventers because I really like how Joe's doing. But if you're, if, with an eye to the future, if you're looking at, like, who do you want main eventing WrestleMania 10 years, or not 10 Yeah, you can't be focusing on seeing three now. Shield guys forever. Yeah, I mean, the Shield... Which has really been that's leading... A, that's a crazy fucking thing to say. Jesus Christ. They've really been... They've really been leading the pack since 2012. I don't want to say overexposed, but the funny, for as long as you and I have been sitting down talking to each other with a live microphone on, it's been shield, 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 shield. And it, I just had a f- crazy moment thinking about, like, wow, like, I'm not tired of the shield, but it's time to get some new blood in there. They've like, really been in the main events Overexposed. Yeah. I don't want to say it, but that might be it. Like, I wouldn't even say overexposed. It's the same Cena, Orton, Batista syndrome where you're seeing the same matches. I mean, it still works, and there's still a storyline purpose. We're not seeing random matches. I mean, one turned face for the first time, and now they're all baby faces, and they might reunite. There's still a lot of juice there, uh-huh. but it's the same thing with the Evolution guys we saw with Batista, Orton, and Triple H. Same matches, same feuds... You know, same thing year in and year out where we saw the same main events focused around those three guys. Mm-hmm. It wasn't them facing each other. It was one of them in the main events in either brand. And that's really what it's come to with the Shield guys, even five years removed from their big debut in WWE. Now it's all three guys are former multi-world champions. Yeah. We have five world championships between them all. Or no, six. One with Ambrose, two with Rollins, three with Reigns. So, And they're all great. I'm not saying de-push them now. But we need more fresh blood. I mean, AJ's good. AJ's awesome. But he's not going to be wrestling forever. So who else can take over beyond those Shield guys, really? In, in baseball, this is very apropos because we're, we're around that time in the baseball season. But when, when you get to the trade deadline in baseball, which is always at the end of July, it's, that's the time when teams who aren't doing well and teams who are doing well decide if they want to buy or if they want to sell. So if you're if you're a first place team and you know there's some parts you want to add to your team to make sure you go all the way to the postseason or WrestleMania or whatever in, in wrestling terms. Yeah. You want to go to the postseason, you buy. You buy pieces that make you buy you know, trade for players to get to get you to make your team better. If you're not doing so hot, you sell. And you get a, it's what are called a rebuild. So you, it's like, there's soft rebuilds and there's hard rebuilds. So like a soft rebuild would be like, all right, like we have a couple pieces here, but we're, we're we want to take, we want to get rid of some people so that we'll get some young blood up here and then they can take those spots, right? Mm-hmm. A hard rebuild would be, fuck it, get this whole team out of here. We're 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 getting young guys. From scratch, we're getting yeah. young guys, and three or four or five years from now, we'll be we'll be competitive. Sure. Is it time for WWE to to sell on on the, on these shield guys? I'm not saying a hard sale. I'm not saying get them out of here, get these new guys in here. But I think it's time to start looking at a soft rebuild. I mean, I th- I think I I don't want to give myself too. I think I hit the nail kind of on the head. I mean, they said something about Seth Rollins having main evented like how many pay per views over the last three years? Roman Reigns doesn't leave the main event scene. I mean, these guys have yeah. been, these guys have been in the Spotlight, and I'm not saying their value. I think Seth Rollins' value has decreased because when I look back on 2015 and the great year that he had, and now he's doing butt fucking nothing, that makes me a little bit mad. But I think it's time for WWE, Dream like a baseball. It's time for a soft rebuild. Like the core players that you had three years ago, they're getting mm-hmm. old. They're getting they're becoming a little bit old news. It's time to. I'm not saying get rid of. I'm saying it's have an eye for the future. Invest a little bit. And if Jason Jordan's one of those guys, he's one of those guys. But I think that, you know, as as excited as I was, when was it? WrestleMania 31 was the first time I'm many many people said it. it was the first time I ever thought like, oh, Shield, Shield Triple Threat, main event. That's the main event of WrestleMania 31. Mm-hmm. And I, those days are so far gone. I, I Shield Triple Threat main event. I mean, that would be cool. But when we had it, it's done. Yeah, it's it's, it's happened. 
Well, I mean, that like, was the end of that era, I think, in WWE. When I know truth. Roman's still being focused on, yeah, when the triple threat happened to Battleground almost exactly a year ago at this point, that was it. I mean, Ambrose hasn't been a main event player since, and he's not. I mean, he should be a heel, but he's never going to be the guy in the company. We know that. We saw that with CM Punk. CM Punk had more worth the company than Dean Ambrose, but I do agree, all three guys, you know, shouldn't don't need to be in the main event all the time, but... um. I will say they are part of the core guys in WWE. Yeah. Without them, WWE is hurt significantly. They work more house shows than just about anybody. They're all the time working the house shows. They're top stars. They're notable names. People are coming to see these guys. Merchandise, merchandise absolutely. So without them, WWE is a lot worse off. But you need more core guys yeah. like that. Like if they get hurt. Who's replacing? I guess the I guess the point of what I'm just trying to say is I can't believe that there's a time in my life. Well, I'm, I just never thought it would come this quickly where I was I was so high in all three of them. I mean, Roman until 2015. That was when I, I lost my, my my favorite with them. But mm-hmm. I was so so ready for. I mean, I, not to get too far back here, but I wrote an article about. Uh, the, the future of WWE had to be three years ago now. Talking about how Seth Rollins, Dean Ambrose, Roman Reigns, those are your three guys to lead the future. I'm not saying they still can't be the future, but I'm saying the future has kind of become the present. Well, they are the present. They are the present, but yeah. like the future has kind of become the present, and sooner or later the present is going to become the past. It's, who's the future? Who's, it's, so it's, it's going to be... I, can't, I just can't believe I'm in a time right now where... These guys who for so long I looked like well, these guys these guys are gonna be minimum in WrestleMania for years to come. Well now I'm like, well who else can we get? What who else is who else is available? So it's it's just an interesting spot to be in, but I'll say for the guys, I mean it's not like we don't have future talents. We definitely do have future stars and guys like I will say Braun Strowman. He's gonna be here for a long time, but they're looking for the next big guy, like Big Show, Kane, Mark, Henry, who we haven't really had since. Kali fucking sucked, he bombed. Yeah. Who else? That's really it. I mean, Heidenreich bombed. Vladimir Kozlov bombed. Ryback, even. I mean, he wasn't the big show, but he wasn't around for too long. Braun Strowman can be that guy who, who stands the test of time as WWE's resident giant. But he's also very, very good. So he'll be around for a long time. Baron Corbin's another guy I could see them building around on SmackDown. Future-wise, I mean, Bray Wyatt's done. I mean, he's not even. The, he's not even the present. Nobody fucking cares anymore. He's not even the present. He was never even the future. I, he was supposed to be, but he's not. Is did anyone stand out to you as like? I mean, again, AJ's great. He's amazing. He'll be here for another few years, but he's not like ten years main event and down the road. It's got to be Balor. It's, Balor. It's okay. Gotta be. I mean, I I don't see any reason how it couldn't be. Balor. Um. My only concern with him is that they're really kind of taking their time. And I, I'm not the type of instant gratification asshole that I'm coming across to be right now. But it's not like they're building him up. He's doing they're, fucking nothing. That's what nothing. I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't need Balor to be, you know, main event in WrestleMania right now. I mean... No, yeah, but he wasn't even on the show he, last time. He he's never participated at WrestleMania. No. So, I'm not saying he needs to main event his first one. But I'm saying, like, I feel like they're, they're not really doing what they should be doing. Like, it's like... I mean, I guess Stone Cold cuts his 316 promo in June 96. Yep. He doesn't main event until April 98. So you, you got time with these guys. But I'm just saying, they didn't, they didn't put Stone Cold with fucking Mark Miro in, you know, 97 when he was starting to burn. They put him with Brett freaking Hart. 96, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. They put him with Brett freaking Hart into 97. They didn't, they didn't like, you know, you know when, the, when the pot's hot, you take it off the stove and you eat it. You eat whatever, you eat whatever's in the fucking pot. I will say though, they didn't push him as a star until later on that year, though. Stone Cold. He wasn't even at SummerSlam. I mean, yeah, he gets his Survivor Series '96. Yeah, so I mean, you're right, but they didn't. It's not like they pushed him the and next then, week. In the Mania 13, that's where he really comes around. So Bal- yeah, Bal- yeah, it takes time. I mean, it takes time. I mean, they know ba- Balor sells merch. Balor has the girls. Balor has the guys. They know, and the kids. Yeah, they know that he could be great, but I. I mean, I'm living in I'm living in the right now, and as of right now, he's fucking fighting Elias Sampson on Raw, and and if you if, before that they didn't have anything. He wasn't that great balls of fire, you know. I mean, Balor. I mean, and this is where you get back into Brock Lesnar. The reason Balor's not doing everything he can is because the title's being held hostage by Brock Lesnar right now. 
He's not even on the show. I mean, Balor should be that main event guy. I mean, going back to the Brock Lesnar talk, the, the real reason, and this is crazy that it's all coming full circle like this, but the real reason that you don't see the guy, like, <laughs> there are a bunch of names who should, like, Seth Rollins should absolutely be a main event heel right now. I, I, I love the Mania 32 ma- or 33 match he did with Triple H. He should be a main event heel right now. He should be doing what he was doing in 2015 because he was that good. He's not. Dean Ambrose should be a main event heel right now. He's not. As much as I hate him, Roman Reigns should, <laughs> should be in the main event. As much as I wish Bray Wyatt didn't become a fucking failure, he should be in the main event. And these guys, before they even flourish and and get into the prime, they're they're becoming never was guys. I'm not saying that these guys are, are going to be never was, but they're like. They're not reaching their their potential, mm-hmm. their their full potential that they could be, and it all goes back to well, who's the main guy? Oh, it's a part timer who's holding them down. They they can't get anywhere because they're not going to beat Brock Lesnar. Yeah, and they're not going to become champion because Brock Lesnar's champion. That's why you don't put the championship on Brock Lesnar. I, I thought they would have learned that from 2014, but I just don't see the worth. Because he's still doing house shows, but he's not... Re- Actually, he's not doing house shows. He hasn't wrestled in any house shows MSG. since he won the belt. Yeah, he, he was at MSG. He special stuff, but... No, he did more house shows when he wasn't champion, is what I'm saying. I don't know. It's really weird. It's I, like, I think... I mean, this this might have been the feeling of, of wrestling fans when, like, you see him... Like, I, we were younger than we are now, obviously, when CM Punk and Dana Bryan uh, were, like, at their kind of, like their stage where like you knew they had something but you know they just weren't quite there yet that, and that, yeah. was, that was because like Cena Batista Triple H Orton they were hogging the limelight right I feel I feel personally offended like someone who was 27 years ago would be offended that CM Punk is wrestling like Big Show or something like that like, I feel personally offended that like Finn Balor or even a, a Kenta Hideo Itami who's not even the fucking main roster yet like that, these guys aren't getting the rub or the or the, the spotlight that they should, because we're still looking up Brock Lesnar. And I mean, I was I was saying earlier. I mean, I, I don't I don't care. I don't, I'm not a fan of him. I, I I think it'd be good for the company if he resigned. But he's really hurting the future in in a way that like bringing it back to baseball, like a big contract, like of a guy who's not really producing that much on a baseball team would hurt a team like where you, you can't bench him. Because you're paying him all this freaking money. Yeah. But he's not he's not producing like some of the younger guys are producing. And you want to get these younger guys in the lineup, but you really can't because you're paying all these guys this much money. Yeah. So it's... It's a lose-lose situation. But if you take... Like, let's say you have a starting right... You have a start... A guy who's a right fielder all his career. He's getting older. You're paying him a bunch of money. He's not doing that good. You know what you do? You move him to DH. You move him to designated hitter. Mm-hmm. And then you give that younger guy the spot in right field or at shortstop or whatever position. Take the title off Lesnar. Move him to DH. He doesn't need to be the starting shortstop. No. He doesn't need to be the captain. But he's a, he's a draw who should be, you know, DHing for WWE. And, I mean, that's that's where I stand on that. He's a great asset for WWE. They just need to use him the right way. Having him as champion in a in a... In an era where there's two titles and there's a brand split and there's no belt for, you know, the guys that are st- currently still here to fight for, is dumb. I mean, before he came back, it was Braun and Reigns going into payback. And that was it. No one else was fighting for anything else because we didn't have a championship. I mean, they were fighting for a shot at the title for when he came back, ultimately, at Great Balls of Fire. But beyond that, they weren't doing anything with Brock Lesnar. So really, or with the championship or whatever. So, I mean, going forward, hopefully it's not an issue anymore. I know we're talking about it now, but hopefully beyond SummerSlam, he'll drop the title, and then we'll move on. You know, either Samoa Joe, Roman Reigns, or somebody else is champion. Give someone else those, the, the starting shortstop position. That's what, that's what needs to happen. I would agree. All right, Grant. Now that we've, we've got a lot of that out of the way, let's book this Raw really quick. Yeah, we'll so. book the Raw. We'll get the Survivor Series real yep. quick. We'll keep you guys on the line. Yeah, just for a little bit. I just want to, I mean, not? we don't have to book 
all the winter Survivor Series, but no, we, yeah, we can do it real quick. Here, here, well, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll do what we can. I just want I want them to hear a little bit of the creative process. Sure, sure. So, uh, main event, we've got Edge and Benoit versus Steve Austin and Van Dam. We got that's going to be the Survivor Series main event, Steve Austin and Van Dam, and we want to see how they coexist. But what you guys may not know is that Survivor Series is a interpromotional show in this game. So Raw only gets three matches, one of them being a interpromotional Hell in a Cell match in the main event. So we only really have two matches to work with, one of them being the WWE Championship match. The other, we're going to do a traditional uh, six-man Survivor Series tag team match. So, in the Raws leading up to Survivor Series, we don't really have a lot of rivalries going on, seeing as though there's only two, really two matches we're building. So a lot of this is just going to be kind of like float over, kind of like not high-pressure kind of situational stuff. Mm -hmm. So the main event, that's set. We've got six matches on the card, two promos. Which is never how a Raw has ever been laid out. <laughs> That's how it works in this game. Match five. We got Shawn Michaels and Bobby Lashley. They just had their rubber match last night. Would you like to do a fourth? Hmm. Well, I mean, we can wait until the Raw before the pay-per-view if need be. Okay. But Cena's on the opposing team, so we could do Cena with Taker versus Shawn Michaels. Cena with Undertaker in his corner versus Shawn Michaels? Yeah, that works. Yeah. How's match five for that? That's good. All right. And, you know, I'm also thinking we never did a backstage brawl. Between Paul Burchill and the Kick off the show with that? Yeah, absolutely. All right. So we get Shawn Michaels versus John Cena with Undertaker in his corner. Okay. Kick off the show with Paul Burchill, who, remember, guys, he's our Miz. Yep. He's going to attack Triple H, or excuse me, Batista backstage. So we get to Paul Burchill attacking Batista. we got three more matches to book here. Big Show's pissed. Coming off the WWE Big, title match. Big Show lost his title to Van Dam. So why don't we do tonight, Big Show versus Eddie and Finley in the 2-on-1 handicap All right, match. Big Show being our heel, Eddie and Finley are kind of our... Uh, Loose aligned baby faces. They're our innocent baby faces, right? They don't have much going on. They're really our float-over guys, but we've had them teaming up. Kind of like our Heath Slater and Rhino. Right, for sure. Undercard tag team, yeah. people like them. And so Big Show's pissed, so he's going to go over and beat the shit out of these guys. We'll do a handicap match or uh Yeah, handicap work. Yeah, we'll see if these guys can get one over on Big Show. Probably not. <laughs> so what else do we have? Finley and Eddie Guerrero. Boom. Two more matches. We if we go to our active superstar list, we're looking at guys like Bobby Lashley, the IC champ Matt Hardy, Kurt Angle, who just lost last night. Our uh, our Lance Lance Kate and Trevor Murdoch are kind of our like our uh, Scott Wilder and Dash Dawson type. Do you wanna do tonight? Um Actually, listen to this. So, we have the six-man tag team match at Survivor Series. Cena Taker and Bobby versus Sean. Edge and Benoit. Edge and Benoit. Edge and Benoit are in the main event tonight. Yeah. I'm thinking either Bobby and Taker team up, because we haven't used Taker yet. Well, Taker's in Cena's corner. All right. Never mind. Um, we got Bobby versus... Oh, well, we can't do Bobby versus Sean, can we? No, Sean's in the match. But how about tonight we can do Bobby versus Kurt? Bobby versus Kurt? Just yeah, uh, straight up. One-on-one, -on -one, straight up. I mean, that's been a rivalry we've done in the past, you know. These guys have bad blood with each other. We'll get that going. Just a little, you know, our manager's Dusty Rhodes in this game. He's the uh, manager of Raw, general manager. So, you mm -hmm. know, he just wants to see a little bit of friendly competition between two stallions like Kurt Angle and Bobby Lashley. And we have one more match. Who else we got? Who else do we got? I know we got Lance Kid, Trevor Murdoch. We got IC mm. Champ Matt Hardy. Uh, Shot bet we could do a six. No, we can't. We have four heels, two babies. Um, mm. you wanted to just do a heel on heel tag team? Well, I was thinking we gotta have Matt Hardy on the show. He's IC Champ. True. What if we did? Um, yeah, Matt and Ray Ray wouldn't make too much sense. That wouldn't make much sense at all. Which is why I don't want a team. I'd rather do Matt Hardy. In, uh, How about we do Matt, Lance, Matt versus Lance, Trevor, and Shelton in a gauntlet slash... Yeah, I was going to say like a gauntlet type sure. match. So that's going to be a three-on-one handicap match. For those of you keeping score at home, there's no actual gauntlet match in this game. <laughs> but if you go to one handicap, on trio one handicap, on we're going to pretend that's a three-man gauntlet. So it's going to be Shelton Benjamin... And tonight, he's calling in the services of Lance Cade and Trevor Murdoch. Ric Flair gets the night off. So we'll Our version of the revival. Yeah. So the show is booked. We're just going to throw in some promos in there. 
I usually like to do an active. That means like maintaining a superstar's popularity even though they're not in the show. And then maybe an interview for our lowest, our least popular guy in the show, which happens to be Trevor Murdoch. At 96. 96. That's our lowest. least popular guy. Lowest. And so then what Graham and I do after we book the show, we run through and make sure it's what we want to do. So match one. Virtual Batista, parking lot brawl slash, you know, brawl. But that's our, like, filler. It's our ambiguous term for, like, a, a, an encounter. Whether an encounter, like backstage. Backstage brawl, contract signing. Promo segment. Anything, really. It just furthers the rivalry. So Paul, Virtual Batista, backstage brawl. Check. Good. Big show, Finley. Had a good Good. 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 And good. All right, then we confirm the match card, and we simulate. So Paul Burchill Batista. versus Batista backstage brawl simulated. Boom. Burchill. Paul Burchill. So we'll say. So now, for those of you keeping track at home, we're gonna say Paul, since Paul Burchill won the match, we'll say he successfully attacked Batista backstage after losing to Batista last night at Taboo Tuesday. Okay. So we're starting off the show. Batista's walking the ring. Boom. Paul Burchill out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. F you, Batista. Good stuff. Second match, Big Show versus Finley and Eddie Guerrero. Remember, Big Show's pissed about losing the title last night. All right, so qualification. Fin- so Finley and Eddie Guerrero, um, they they were declared the winners via simulation. But sometimes to kind of scapegoat our way around that, we'll say like, oh, like we don't want to take the the momentum away from Big Show. So since they won, we'll say that Big Show, you know, maybe brought out a chair. He brought out, you know. Brass knuckles, whatever. He's pissed. He's pissed off. He starts kicking. Maybe the maybe the bell doesn't even ring. He just kicks the shit out of him. Walks out of Finley and Eddie Graham. Yep. Sounds good to me. So even even though the official winners are Finley and Eddie, Big Show still walks away. Still looks good. Next we have another handicap match. We're the gauntlet match. The IC champ Matt Hardy versus Shelton Benjamin and the Revival. Lance Cave, Trevor Murdoch. And much like I expected, Shelton Benjamin and Lance Kid Trevor Murdoch beat Matt Hardy in the three-on-one gauntlet-type match. I'll say Hardy beats Caden Murdoch, and, and then, then Benjamin ultimately pins Hardy. And, and not even like a, in a match, because we don't want to give away that rematch yet, so Benjamin rolls up or attacks Hardy from behind. Okay. Let's say Lance Kid and Trevor Murdoch both come down the ramp to when they face Hardy, and then Benjamin comes from the crowd okay. to get in the ring and super kick Shelton, one, two, three. So, boom. That's how you do that. Uh, Kurt Angle, Bobby Lash. Remember, this was just our straight-up one-on-one athletic competition tonight. No grudges going on. And Kurt Angle picks up the win. Wow. Bobby won at Taboo. Kurt Angle lost at Taboo. So, Kurt Angle really needed that win. You could say it's 50-50 booking. But the thing is that a lot of these guys already mean more than a lot of people in today's WWD. They're so, established. So they're, they're established guys. So when you lose, it's not a big deal because I already I already trust you to be a, a good competitor in the ring. Mm-hmm. So when you lose, that means if I trust that you're good and you lost, that means the guy you're really putting over the guy who beat you. Sure. So Kurt Angle lose or Kurt Angle beating Bobby Lashley. No one really. Everyone gets a rub. No one really gets buried there. Agreed. Agreed. Then we got John Cena versus Shawn Michaels. Undertaker and John Cena's corner. Simulate. John, John Cena, Cena with the win. So that kind of previews what they're doing in Survivor Series in two weeks. Um, like we said, to be John Cena, Taker, and Lashley versus Michaels, Edge, and Benoit. So John Cena with the help of the Undertaker, his tag team partner. Well, not with the help of the baby faces, but John yeah. Cena beats Shawn Michaels clean. Undertaker, they had to cheer him on. Mm-hmm. And the main event. Uh, will be Steve Austin and Van Dam. WWE champion and the number one contender, respectively. Versus the tag team champions, Edge and Chris Benoit. Non-title action. And Edge and Chris Benoit win. So that goes along, we can go with a story now that Benoit, or excuse me, Van Dam and Austin could not coexist. Mm -hmm. It doesn't look like they could beat the tag team champions, which is good on all fronts. It doesn't make Van Dam and Steve Austin look bad because, you know, they're opponents in two weeks. And it makes Edge and Benoit look really good because they're a legitimate tag team. Mm-hmm. All right? So that's that's a week of booking right there. We'll go to the fan shades. Looks like SmackDown beat us that week by 200,000 oh, wow. fans. Shit. That's interesting. Maybe just because we dominated them in I the other so. people. I think so. If we go to the report really quick, the fan support. Yeah, we're on a bit of a decline. I believe the most fans you can have, like the biggest margin, is like at the seven million mark. I would say so. We've gone there before. There, yeah, it's never 
completely lopsided. Yeah, there's there's 10 million fans that are distributed between Raw and SmackDown, and we've noticed in the game, like especially when we're firing on all cylinders, like we're booking great stuff. SmackDown might win randomly, like by like 75 to 100,000 people, mm-hmm. and that's just the game correcting itself because it really can't go over that seven million mark. But so SmackDown got 200,000 viewers, and for the Enjoyment of the listeners at home. <laughs> My favorite thing to do after every weekly book is to see what. Oh, to look at the ratings. What did SmackDown do that week? And I'm sure it's nothing interesting. So this will be funny. So just a reminder, you guys heard everything that we did that week. We'll look at the raw ratings really quick. So Paul Burchill and Batista, they actually got a five star opener, five out of five stars for that backstage. Oh program. wow! They love, was... fans huh. love that. Strong way to kick off the show. Absolutely. Big Show versus Finley and Eddie Guerrero. That only got four stars. That's not a pre-established rivalry, so the fans weren't too into that. But four out of five stars still is not still bad. Still pretty solid, yeah. Absolutely. Four and a half stars was this gauntlet match for Shelton Lance K. Trevor Murdoch versus Matt Hardy. Now, Matt Hardy and Shelton Benjamin have been feuding for a while now, mm-hmm. so that's definitely a good sign. Four and a half stars. Then we get to another four-star match, Kurt Angle and Bobby Lashley. Same thing with Big Show versus Finley and Eddie. Uh, not a pre-established rivalry, just really two guys going at it. But again, mm-hmm. four stars, not bad at all. Then we get to the two main events: Sean Cena versus Shawn Michaels with Undertaker and Cena's corner, four and a half. And then that tag team main event: Steve Austin and Rob Van Dam versus Edge and Chris Benoit for four and a half stars. So really, a solid, a solid show. Very solid. Coming off the pay-per-view too. Yep. So we got four stars in total for that show. That show is ready the four-star show. Now yep. remember, SmackDown beat us. Uh, by 200,000 viewers. They got yep. 200,000 more fan support that week. So you guys heard our show. Let's see what SmackDown did to beat us. Oh, wow. Ooh, The Rock and Booker T. All right. The Rock okay. versus Booker T to start off. Now, keep in mind, SmackDown usually vacates the first match. They usually like to leave the first 20 minutes of the show empty. It's true. Uh, and then, of course, back to the same old, same old for SmackDown. Match to an ultimate submission match between... John Bradshaw Layfield and Molina. Yes, you heard that. JBL versus Molina. Molina wins. Molina beats JBL. <laughs> That's no great. joke, people. No That's joke. That's great stuff. For the World Heavyweight Championship on TV, <sighs> first blood match between Cactus Jack and Chavo Guerrero. Ridiculous. Hey, I, I mean, match three, I don't know. Maybe they're trying to use what WWE uses now with their main event at the hour mark when most people are watching. Oh, I was talking more about Chavo becoming uh, World Heavyweight Champion. Yeah, he's the World <laughs> Did you? Yeah, World Heavyweight Champion. Chavo Guerrero. Yep. Next, we have Kid Cash with Lita versus Jim Neidhart with Kane. Don't really know what to tell you about that. <laughs> I guess the kids really like Kid Cash. Yes, so he is our Royal Rumble winner from yep. 2016. 2016. Property of SmackDown, by the way. <laughs> After that, Mark Henry with Triple H beats Randy Orton with Mickey James in okay. a ladder match. And then the main event is Daivari versus Carlito versus <laughs> Hardcore Holly in a table triple threat. So actually, this was one of the better SmackDown shows. Which is saying something. <laughs> as ridiculous as it sounds. JBL and, and Melina yeah. aside. Melina beating JBL aside. This is actually, like, normally you get, like, three women versus Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels loses. Just really yeah, and the women win every single Ridiculous time. stuff. Like the week before SmackDown put Chavo, Guerrero, Harper Holly, and Jim Neidhart in a 3-on-1 handicap match against Lita. I wonder who won that one. <laughs> but somehow they got four and a half stars. So we're really dealing with some savages over there on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Having, their, having their women face all the men. But At we, least we're winning the ratings We're world. winning the ratings That's world. All I gotta we're say. up on SmackDown. Uh, and we don't even think of SmackDown as SmackDown. We like to refer to them as the TNA <laughs> to our WWE. But Would it be fitting to call them GFW? GFW now, yeah. Is it really? Um, in, it's the, TNA. The, the Impact, I guess. It's really being booked uh, by Vince Russo. <laughs> the Impact, yeah. Lita's titties on a pole, man. <laughs> um, yeah, so we'll get another weekend real quick. Sure. All right, so main event last week was a uh, tag team match. We always start with the main event, by the way. It's just so you know. You, when, you're, when you're making a meal, you start with your main course before you get to the side dishes, so... Always start with our main event, and we know that we want to focus our main event scene around Rob Van Dam, the champion, and Stone Cold Steve Austin, the number one contender. And really, everything else that you add into it is just built around Rob Van Dam and Steve Austin. So last week, we put them in the tag team team champions, but I think we might veer away from that. 
Yes. All right, so we're really only focusing on Steve Austin and RVD. That means we can have either RVD face someone with Stone Cold in that other someone's corner or Stone Cold face someone with RVD in their corner. That's really the way I would think. Are they in a feud this. or no? Steve Austin and Van Damme, we actually never started that feud. That's fine. It's fine. Right, do you want to start that feud? We don't have many. It's feuds. only been two weeks. We would get a thumbs up. We would pop a rating if we started. It wouldn't, it wouldn't hurt. If you want to, then put him in a feud with uh, Caden Murdoch is what I'm thinking tonight. We put Austin and RVD in separate matches. One against Cade, one against Murdoch. Okay, in like the main event? Like, or in different matches. Yeah, but I mean like match six, match five. Yeah, if you do match, we can do match one, match, match six. six. Alright, yeah, I mean, I'm definitely open to that. We'll, put, we'll get Lance Caden and Trevor Murdoch in there as well. We'll do the legend killer one because Steve Austin is a legend in this game. So Lance Cade, Trevor Murdoch, Rob Van Dam, and Stone Cold Steve Austin. Guys, remember this rivalry is just Stone Cold and Rob Van Dam. But adding other characters in there gives you uh, more storytelling elements to work with. Mm -hmm. In this game, if you don't have two rivals in the same segment, the rivalry uh, disbands. And you want to have rivalries because it makes your ratings better. Yeah. Without rivalries, your ratings don't do as well. And they don't go up, and they can't beat the other brand. Nope. So the main event tonight, seeing as RVD is our champion, I say we have RVD versus Lance Cade main event. Okay. Alrighty. Not for the title. Straight up. And to you guys back home, that might not sound like a really entertaining, enthralling main event. Uh, Lance Cade, we have kind of thought... I mean, yeah, we, we, did, uh, we did kind of rehab them as our revival but back in the day he was more of a uh you say like a Dolph Ziggler type or yeah I would say Dolph Ziggler more of a protege for Shawn Michaels he's a Shawn Michaels protege so essentially what he was in real life for Chris, Chris Jericho, Jericho back in, in 2008. 2008 yeah um I I would definitely agree with that and 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 guys in in this world there's there's no losers really I mean everyone means something mm-hmm Maybe apart from Finley, but <laughs> everyone. So a Lance Cade, Rob Van Dam main event isn't too bad, especially no. Lance Cade's a 96 out of 100 popularity. Rob, yeah, I mean, the, the bigger focus at the end of the night is going to be on RVD and Stone, Stone Cold and what they do, yeah. how they coexist. Who wins the, their match, who doesn't win their match. And we'll open the show with uh, Trevor Murdoch versus Stone Cold Steve Austin, two Texas boys going. I, Trevor Murdoch might be from somewhere else. Uh, yeah, I forgot where he's from. I think he's from Texas. Might be Oklahoma. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Trevor Murdoch versus Steve Austin to open the show. So now we got we got really two bookends there. We got the opener and the close down. Trust me, it'll get more exciting than Steve Austin versus Trevor Murdoch. But <laughs> not every Raw can be, you know, a blockbuster. The, the greatest Raw of all time. So match five, um, we got some key elements to work here with. Remember, our six man tag is the other match that we're building going to Survivor Series. So. Um, if you want to split those up, we could do three singles matches tonight. Well, then we have like a lot of people left over because we already have two singles matches. We got two singles matches. Um, we could do one singles and a tag team, maybe. Sure. So you want to split up? Um, I don't know. What do you want to do? Did you say you want to do Bobby Shaw this week? We can save that for next week. Next week for the go home. For the go home. So all right. Well, then we could do. Um, poof. Oh. We did see the show. I don't want. We can't do Taker Sean. No, 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 no. That's not a TV type matchup. We can do Bobby versus either Edge or Benoit. Do Bobby Lashley versus Edge, match five. Okay. And that would leave Benoit and Michaels versus. Let's do Benoit and Michaels versus Cena and Taker versus Cena and Taker. And we do Cena Taker versus Edge and Benoit rematch next week. Yep. Next week will be our big go-home show. Our go-home shows are always a little more fun. We got Bobby versus Sean next week. We can do Cena and Taker versus Edge and Benoit next week, yep. too. So we'll do Ed, or yeah, Edge versus Bobby Lashley. That's our match five right there. And then match four, we'll get that tag team match out of the way. So that's going to be Shawn Michaels and Chris Benoit. Main event of WrestleMania 2001 teaming up here. Against John Cena and The Undertaker. The future main event. Yeah. Wink, wink. Wink, wink, no such. Um, and then 15 a, years later. Believe it or not, we're in Shelton Benjamin's hometown tonight, so he should definitely be in action. That will pop a little bit of a rating. Um, Shelton Benjamin's currently in a few with Matt Hardy, I believe. 
Yeah, I would say um, I would say doing Batista and Ray Ray versus Paul and Kurt, and Paul, then Paul and Kurt. Paul and Kurt, yeah, just to give or or Big Show. To give right, Paul well, a tag team partner. Well, let's, well, let's focus on Shelton real quick. Okay, so Shelton. We got Shelton and Rick versus Matt. Um, why don't we just do um, Shelton versus Kurt with Matt Hardy? Yeah, not no. not sorry, Matt, Hart, Matt, Matt Hardy. Matt Hardy versus Kurt Angle with Shelton yeah. Benjamin. Okay, yeah. There you go. There's a match right there, guys. So we're gonna get Matt Former Hardy. Former tag team partners. Yeah, Matt Hardy versus Kurt Angle with Shelton Benjamin. Shelton Benjamin not in action, but still get a hometown rating. Okay. And uh, one more match to go here. And I think you said you want to do Batista and Rey Mysterio versus... We don't even have to do Ric Flair. No. Uh, Big Show. Big Show and Paul Burchill? Yeah. I like that. Big Show is uh, Paul Burchill's mystery tag team partner. Tag team Batista and Rey Mysterio versus Big Show and Paul Burchill. i going to get a selfie in here for the Twitter machine. Oh, I keep on trying to take pictures and it keeps on fucking up. I want to get the microphone in here too. Get it going, Graham. One Come on. Second, the viewers demand it. No. Technical difficulties here, guys. We're taking a selfie. I'm going to get the TV in there. Perfect. Oh, there we go. Perfect. Boom. Done. Sorry about that, that, guys. Awesome, awesome. All right, so we'll add in two little rinky-dink promo segments in there. And Graham, check yes. the show out for me. Good. Mm, good. Good. Mm, good. 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 Great. And awesome. All right, guys, so not our most exciting show of the year. Yeah, just merely filler and building yeah, the it, next it, week. You know, it's... All about telling a story here, and you know, every, not every story can have the Get into Survivor Series. Yeah. All right, so opening match, Trevor Murdoch versus Steve Austin. So the story element we're playing with here is, so RVD and Steve Austin are facing the respective co uh, competitors in a tag team. We're going to see if one of them loses and the other one wins, or if they both win or if they both lose. That mm -hmm. kind of gives you an idea of like who's going to have an upper hand coming into Survivor Series. So Trevor Murdoch upsets Steve Austin. Maybe after Rob Van Dam shows up at ringside to show some support. Maybe Robert De Rob Van Dam on commentary. And Steve Austin cost himself the victory by getting distracted with Rob Van Dam. Yeah, too caught up in what RVD Get is Get the doing. fuck out of here, Rob Van Dam. No one wants you here. <laughs> All right. Match two, Batista and Ray Ray versus Paul Burchill and his tag team partner, The Big Show. Big Show out here, pissed off. Still, yeah, still pissed off. He's no longer WWE champion. Batista and Rey Mysterio pick up the victory. Pinning Paul Virchel. Big Show knocks both men out after. Yep, sure. Keep Big Show special. Matt Hardy versus Kurt Angle. Remember Shelton Benjamin and Kurt Angle's corner. And Kurt Angle defeats the Intercontinental Champion. week. Matt Hardy. Kurt Angle building up a little steam. Now we have Survivor Series implications here. Shawn Michaels and Chris Benoit. Remember, they're not a tag team, but they will be teaming together... Um, next Sunday mm -hmm. against John Cena, Undertaker, Bobby Lashley tonight, just against John Cena and The Undertaker. And they Michael managed Benoit. to beat maybe a little bit of dissension between Cena and Undertaker. Already having lost the World Tag Team titles of Taboo Tuesday, yeah. I would say so. A little bit of dissension going on. Then we got the other two men who will be involved in that match, Edge and Bobby Lashley. So they're going one-on-one -on -one in match five. And Edge, Edge manages to win. So the heels take the gauntlet tonight. So the babyfaces definitely need to do something before going to Survivor Series. I think so. Need a measure of momentum. Absolutely. And then we have Lance Cade versus Rob Van Dam in the main event. Not a five-star main event by any stretch, but still. Rob Van, Rob Dam. Van Dam, the WWE champion, picking right. up the victory. So now look at the story element we were talking about earlier. So Stone Cold Steve Austin couldn't manage to beat Trevor Murdoch, whether whether he cost himself or not. He, didn't, he got his shoulders pinned. Rob Van Dam did not. So even without them being in the same match, mm -hmm. we're able to progress the story a little bit. But just by using other other chess pieces and other uh, other types of storytelling elements in there, and then we'll go back just quickly run through. It, it was like like I thought it would be uh, 
kind of just a standard Raw, another four-star Raw. Still very good. Yeah, very good. And you're going to see Survivor Series is going to be off the charts. It's of course, of course. Time. And just a little SmackDown update. Molina beats, uh, Hardcore Holly beats Molina. <laughs> and, uh... Molina was in a submission match, though. Yeah, that's about all the egregiously bad stuff going on on SmackDown. They're doing pretty well right now. Hashtag fuck SmackDown. Yeah, they're kicking into high gear. And now, finally, our go-home show. JBL. Didn't he not beat uh, Molina last week? Or yeah, JBL beat Molina. Or no, no, Molina beat JBL last week. We fight on Friday nights. <laughs> we beat up women on Friday nights. Absolutely. Our go-home show. So, guys, what we like to do on go-home shows here is uh, backstage brawl for the main event. That means Rob Van Dam and Steve Austin, whether it be a contract signing, you know, verbal sparring. Contract rant. signing it is, yeah. Yep. So, but there's obviously no contract signing uh, option in this game, so we'll just go to parking lot brawl. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you got to use a little bit of imagination here. So we'll have Stone Cold Steve Austin and Rob Van Dam going at it at the main event. Slot. I'm thinking tonight, I know it's going to leave a lot of people off the show, but if we do those... Oh, no, you said you wanted the tag team. All right, so we're going to do some, ta- some Taboo Tuesday rematches, right? Yeah, I think tonight's going to be a big show. So we have that main event. I think kicking off, we can do a... How about a uh, Birmingham, England bar brawl? Between Paul Virchel and, and Batista. Batista. All right. A bar brawl to kick off the show. So this is a little less ambiguous. We don't really use the bar brawl, specifically because we treat it for what it is, a bar brawl, whereas a parking lot brawl uh, can be a lot more stuff. But a bar brawl would kind of leave that to the Englishmen, mm-hmm. you know, the Regals, the Finleys, the, the Paul Virchels. But the Finleys, yeah, it is. So Batista versus Paul Burchill in a bar brawl. Do you want to do the match second? Match one, we can do Matt Hardy versus um, Shelton Benjamin Steel Key. I was thinking ladder match. To get rid of Ric Flair. Okay, to get rid of Ric Flair. For the IC title? No IC title. No IC title. So Steel Cage to kick off the show. Matt Hardy versus Shelton Benjamin. Remember, these guys have been going at it for the better part of a couple months now. So Matt Hardy versus Shelton Benjamin. Matt Hardy, the incumbent champion. And then match two, we'll get that bar brawl in there that we were just talking about between Batista and Paul Burchill. The fun part about go home shows is you really get, you really get the matches you want to see in there. Mm-hmm. I mean, it really sets you up big time for the pay per view. Well, but, let's think about this for a second. If Matt Hardy retains the title, what other mid card heels do we have? Um, Paul Burchill, he beat. So let me just look at the card real quick. Okay, let me look at the potentially card. do a Matt Hardy Kurt Angle deal. All right, that could work. I know we've done the feud before, but it could still work. Yeah. Never for the mid-card championship. Let me see. A uh, big show? Big show. Oh, big show. I like big show. Matt Hardy, big show, IC championship. Yeah, we got a couple options. I like Matt Hardy, big show. That gives big show something to do, for sure. In a Benjamin one, we've seen him in RBD a million times. Yeah. Yeah, I'd keep it on Matt. Matt Hardy, Big Show. That's our next move. But for tonight, we're not even thinking about that. So, match three, we're going to do that tag team match you spoke of earlier. It's going to be a rematch from Taboo Tuesday. This time, the championships are on the other team. But it's going to be John Cena and Undertaker versus Edge and Chris Benoit. That's yep. going to be a fun match. Boom. Match five, I was definitely thinking we could do that Shawn Michaels, Bobby Lashley rematch. That can be... Put a little step on that. Step on that first blood, maybe. Submission. I quit. I quit match. Boom. Loser's a bitch. Loser's uh, a bitch. So Shawn Michaels versus Bobby Lashley. Remember, Bobby Lashley won the rubber match, but this is just to blow off the rivalry once and for all. Ahead of Sunday's six-man tag team yep. elimination match. And then we have a lot of players we can work with with our one match slot left. Uh, maybe a preview to Survivor Series, have a six-man tag. Not with the guys who are going to be in it on Sunday, but just for a little... And the spirit of Survivor Series. Sure. Um, um, we got Kurt, Big Show, and Angle for the heels. Uh, so, well, I mean, Trevor and Murdoch and Cade were feuding with Eddie and Finley before. Yeah. So, those two versus with Mysterio versus Cade, Murdoch, and either Big Show or Kurt Angle. I'd go Big Show since Big Show was in that Rey Mysterio match last week. He was in one match, perhaps? The Rey Mysterio match last week. It was Batista and Ray versus Paul Burchill and... Uh, oh, right, 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 yeah, Big so Show. We'll, so we'll go Lance Kay, Trevor Murdoch, Big Show versus Eddie, Finley, and Ray. Okay. Not the uh, most cohesive teams in the world, but remember, like I said, this is just in the spirit of Survivor Series being uh, 
this Sunday. So it's gonna be a fun little one. I forget entire Big Show, Lance Cade, Trevor Murdoch versus Rey Mysterio. Remember you said last week that Big Show knocked Rey Mysterio and Batista out after mm-hmm. losing. Rey Mysterio, uh, Eddie Guerrero, and Finley. So you know, not strange bedfellows to say, but in this universe it makes sense. So we'll get we'll give Kurt Angle the night off, and then for a second promo we're gonna do pay per view hype. For so Sunday show. For Sunday show, so we can beat SmackDown the ratings. Now, Graham, tell me if we have booked the show correctly. Good. 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 Great. And amazing. Awesome. Confirmed match card. And the winner of Shot Bedroom versus Matt Hardy in the Steel Cage match. Remember, no Ric Flair in play. Feud ending match. Yes. Shelton Benjamin. Benjamin. So he does not win the title, but he does win the war. Does win the feud, yes. Even without the help of Ric Flair, Shelton Benjamin beats the IC champion. Does he prove he doesn't need Ric Flair? A bunch of questions. Let's say. We will find out in due time. And the blow-off between Batista and Paul Burchill, barroom brawl, as we mentioned earlier. Batista Batista puts the nail in Paul Burchill's coffin. Okay. Batista wins that rivalry. Now we got that tag team rematch from Taboo Tuesday that we, that we spoke of earlier. Johnson and Undertaker versus the tag champs Edge and Chris Benoit. Seen and Taker. Get so the here's the thing. Back. So we were planting seeds of dissension here. So I think this is what we're going to have to use the pencil really quick or even the eraser. And uh, I think Edge and Benoit are going to have to use uh, those concertos All right. to get themselves disqualified. All right. But but, you do a, I, I was going to say this is a normal tag team match. Mm-hmm. I would have liked it with a stip just because it is the third time they faced oh, off. Oh, I forgot. But no, that works out better because now we can do a bigger match next week, the day after Survivor Series. The day Series. after Survivor Series, yeah. Um, I like, uh, and we use the concerto element because they want to weaken them for Survivor Series. They're facing each other on Sunday. They want to injure them. Mm-hmm. So, Cena, so Cena and Taker win the match, but only because Edge and Benoit use those uh, damn concertos. Next, we have that kind of pointless six-man tag, but just kind of... As a preview for Sunday. Celebrating the spirit of Survivor Series. And the heels win Big Show, Lansky, Trevor Murdoch. Maybe Big Show getting himself an IC title shot with that win. I would say Big Show knocking out Kate Murdoch afterward. Every man for himself. Big Show hates everyone in this damn roster. He's got a he's got a you know build momentum head of the Survivor Series main event against SmackDown. Yep, yep. Big Show will be in the Hell in a Cell match, the annual Hell in a Cell match against whoever SmackDown brings to the table. Match five: Bobby Lashley, Shawn Michaels. I quit. And for those of you who are still with us, God bless you. If you're really trying to understand the, what, what goes into this. Bobby Lashley versus Shawn Michaels. Bobby Lashley beats Shawn Michaels again. So that would again. be his third out of third win out of four matches. Yep. So he really, he really twice in Raw, once yeah, on pay per view. Yep. Yeah. So he really did that to Shawn Michaels. And then our main event, just a backstage brawl, really, you know, just an ambiguous kind of run into one another. Steve Austin versus Van Dam. Steve Austin gets the better of Van Dam. Not saying he pins Van Dam. Not saying he knocks him out. Just know he has the momentum going in. Gets the better of the verbal exchange. Verbal exchange, contract signing, whatever you want to call it. Survivor Series this week. SmackDown's been taking it to us, man. They just took 90,000 fans from us. Like I said... We'll get those fans back tonight. We clearly have the better show. Like Graham said, we'll get the fans back tonight. But this is is the game correcting itself. They know... I mean, I don't want to... They want to make it there. I don't want to do too many excuses here, but, like, there's no way their product no. is beating our product. Definitely not. And just to, Melina, our Booker T just beat up Melina for SmackDown. Uh, Jim Neidhart beat up Hardcore Holly and Lita in a triple threat. So they're not doing... They're Who won the World Heavyweight title from Chavo? Uh, Kane is their okay. World Heavyweight champion now. Bit more believable. For sure. All right. So we go to Survivor Series now. We'll see what SmackDown's putting on. SmackDown, in the opening match to the ladder match, they have Kid Cash versus Cactus Jack. And then they have an Iron Man match, Lita versus Hardcore Holly. So that's their contribution to Survivor Series. Why ruin the show? Yep. In the main event, they have Chavo Guerrero in the Hell in a Cell. So we're going to go ahead and put Big Show in that Hell in a Cell. SmackDown historically kicks our ass Mm -hmm. in the Hell in a Cell match, no matter who it is. They always take to us in the hell of a cell. Always. But we'll beat them in the ratings because we have Stone Cold Steve Austin versus Rob Van Dam coming at you for in the main event for Monday Night Raw, WWE Championship. 
What more could you say? And then our other match is going to be a, a six-man elimination tag. We've got the tag champions alongside Shawn Michaels. It's going to be Shawn, Edge, Edge, and Chris Benoit. Chris Benoit. Oh. What the fuck? Bobby Lashley? Versus Bobby Lashley, John Cena, and Undertaker. All right. And then, of course, we don't do this all the time, but SmackDown is actually providing an opponent to face on Sunday Night Heat. Dun, 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 which is dun, the pre-show to Survivor Series. So we'll put Kurt Angle in there with Carly at all. Just to, the, the match doesn't mean anything, but we'll just get that. Reduce the heat, Kurt Angle is. Yeah, Kurt Angle on heat. So now, before we confirm, we're going to save the match card. Uh, the reason we do this is uh, in case something catastrophic happens with a, uh, a pay-per-view result. We don't like to play God all the time. But sometimes your hands are tied and there's not a lot you can do. No. Me and Graham have discussed this at nauseum. We're fine with whoever wins the WWE Championship tonight, whether it be Rob Van Dam or Stone Cold Steve Austin. So we are not going to be uh, restarting the PlayStation. No, no need to, yeah. But if there was a case where we, we weren't comfortable with one person winning, we would restart the PlayStation. So we like to save it just in case we need to restart. All right, so Survivor Series... You guys have heard the card. You've heard the nonsense. We're just going to go ahead and confirm it. Let me just go back and just double check real double quick. Double check really quick. Bobby, Cena, Taker, yep. Sean, Edge, Benoit, okay. And good. All righty, guys. We're raring to go. We've made it to Survivor Series. First things first. Sunday Night Heat, Carlito versus Kurt Angle. Oh, Carlito beats Kurt Angle. Or Kurt. What do you know? All right, for SmackDown's end... Uh, Kid Cash beat Cactus Jack. Hardcore Holly beat up Melina, or excuse me, Lita. Beat right. up him. Well, it doesn't matter. Yeah. They were both women. Yeah. All right. So now the fun part: Monday Night Raw elimination six-man tag. Bobby Lashley, John Cena, Taker, Shawn Michaels, Edge, Benoit. Enough talking. Ready, Graham? Who emerges victorious? Simulate. Bobby Lashley's baby team. Faces, baby faces. Bobby's been on a roll recently. And you know what we're going to do? We're going to say Bobby Lashley. This is the last man standing. Eliminated everyone. Yeah. Three to one. Okay. Because we don't want Cena and Undertaker coexist. No. So Bobby Lashley reduced to the They're last arguing cost either one of them their spot. Yeah. So like Cena turns around and eats like a spear or something. Bobby Lashley re reduced to the last man standing. Takes out Shawn Michaels Edge Benoit. Nice little moment. Edge Benoit then Michaels, I yeah. would say, yeah. All right, and for the WWE Championship. Nice moment indeed. Now we get the WWE title. Yeah, season. yeah, of course. We always do. Yeah, all right. So Big Show versus Chavo Guerrero. And unshockingly, wow. Big Show actually Big wins. Big Show wins. And so in our, in our canon, we like to say that, like, the winner of that Hell in a Cell match gets the number 30 spot in the Royal Rumble. Oh, no, they do. They do? Always? That's not even canon that happens. No way. Yeah. Dude, it's no, always happened, yeah. No, because the, the number 30 spot always goes like Kurt Angle or Triple H. That's because sometimes they they vacate their final spot. That they, That is what happens. So Big Show will automatically get number 30? Yeah. No, not Big Show, just anyone on our show. Oh, that brand. Yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't know. Okay, I thought it was whoever wins the Hell in a Cell match. No, 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 no. That's the number 30 spot. No, no, yeah, no, no. That'd be cool, but no. Alright, so Big Show wins Hell in a Cell. Raw gets the number 30 entry for uh, the Royal Rumble. Mm -hmm. And now for the WWE Championship, guys. Steve Austin versus Rob Van Dam. Also, before we get to this match, before we get to the title clash, I just want to say this. I think Big Show finally winning for Raw at Survivor Series. The deal was that if he won his team, if he represented Raw and won at Survivor Series, he then also earns an Intercontinental Championship match. Go. He works something out with Dusty Rhodes. He's getting what he wants. New Year's Rev, booked about John. Matt Hardy versus Big Show IC Championship. That will be next month, or two months from now. Two months. So The first pay-per-view of 2017. Jesus, we caught up, huh? Is that the, have we, did we ever catch up to the year we're in? Never. So, so wow, for the first, you guys are going to witness history. I mean, you guys probably won't hear it on the podcast, but just so you guys know, we are about to enter 2017 in the year. 2017, and we started this game in 2011, so year 2001 we started in 2011, mm -hmm. so we finally made it to year 2017 in the Amazing. year 2017. That's crazy. So, 
The main event for the WWE Championship match. That is then. This is now. Survivor Series 2016. Steve Austin challenging Rob Van Dam for the WWE Championship. And remember, Steve Austin won this by beating Kurt, this title opportunity by beating Kurt Angle at Taboo Tuesday. All right. And Former WWE Champion in his own right. One-time champ. Yeah. Has nailed the gold since. Let's see what we got, guys. Match four. Sim, you, late. Steve, Steve Austin. Austin. For sure. Stone Cold Steve Austin, your new WWE Champion. A two-time WWE Champion. He's going to the Rumbles, WWE Champion. He's going to the Royal Rumble. That is, we still have to book a main event for New Year's Revolution. But, not, remember, how I talked about how we were playing God earlier. Uh, we don't want, we want Stone Cold to main event Rumble. And uh, as the champion. So we're going to make sure he doesn't lose his title at New Year's Revolution. And Graham, I've been talking a lot of smack. Talking a lot of smack about SmackDown. Also, before we go forward, would it be okay we could do... How about we... What if this happened? What if Stone Cold defended against either Taker or Cena at the Rumble? And one of them lost, and then the other got the title shot at the Rumble and won it. So what do you mean? Like, a title shot at New Year's Rev yeah. loses, and then the other one... If I'm, they lose. If. And if, if not, we do a rematch. Yeah. Do that. I don't that know way, who else Stone Cold that faces. That way we don't actually have to play God. You know, yeah. Like whoever wins. Like we said, guys, we're setting up for Cena Taker, WWE Championship, main event of WrestleMania. So we need to get our ducks in a row for that. But... So, Sorry, we do this. Tomorrow night on Raw, we do Taker... Ooh. Oh, listen to fucking this. Listen to this. Tomorrow night on Raw, triple threat between the three winners of the six-man tag team match. Bobby Lashley, who's been on a roll, yep. Undertaker John Cena, winner faces Stone Cold Steve Austin New Year's Revolution. for the WWE Championship. I like that a lot. I like that a lot. Again, we'll get to that when we get to that. John, you were talking. I was saying, speaking. I've been talking a lot of smack about SmackDown. I mean, believe it or not... They suck, guys. They are... They fucking blow. They're they, TNA. Of course they blow. They beat us by 25,000 fans coming out of Survivor We won Series. the Hell in a Cell match. We won the Hell in a Cell match. I mean, this doesn't happen often. I'm eating my words right now. But SmackDown has beat us for this entire podcast. We have not won a single fan. What? From SmackDown. We're in Akron, Ohio tonight. And I already know that's bullshit because their opening match got four stars. Ours got five. Both of our second matches got four and a half, and Big Show won the main event at four and a half stars. So, Doesn't make sense. So there's no reason they should have won. What about Heat? Heat, Carlito, four, four stars, but Carlito beat Angle. Not that that should. Not matter. that Heat mad. I just um, was curious. So, that's that's just interesting, but that's just stupid. <laughs> Fuck <laughs> this game. So this you, game is dumb. So you guys heard us book. Uh, Be sure to save as well. I will absolutely save. You guys heard his book from the night after uh, Tabby Tuesday to the Survivor Series. And you guys just got a little glimpse into what we do. Now, honestly, we get a lot more done when we're not narrating every single thing. <laughs> uh, this was a special occurrence, a first time only. I mean, this first has time never happened. And for those of you who are still interested and are still listening, congratulations. Like You guys are all fucking awesome. I appreciate the hell out of you. But uh, yeah, that's just kind of what... Booking in SVR is like it gets a lot more fun, you know. Um, when when things seem to mean a little bit more, uh, but you know, still it was a fun time. Probably still gonna book a little bit more once this is this podcast is done. And uh, that's saying something. We are at currently the podcast is about to reach two hours. Two hours of talking. But what I'll probably do is split it up. Split it up into an hour each. Probably do one this week. For uh, July 20th, 2017, because we got some battleground talking there. To yeah. We actually kind of worked it out perfectly. I was looking at the clock. I think we did the first hour all talking about wrestling, second hour SVR 07. So I think part two will go up next week on July 27th. We did a little SVR talk at the beginning, but. Well, a little bit. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. So. More in depth analysis. Yeah, absolutely. I'm excited to do more, uh, the more wrestling talk. On hashtag tomorrow. First time in a while. First time you have been on WrestleRant Radio. I was trying to think. In a long time. Probably a year. Well over a year. Because the last few times you've hung out, we've only really done hashtag, even if if even that. Yeah. And I know 
you when we went to SummerSlam weekend, we didn't do we didn't WrestleMania. Get to, we didn't get the opportunity to. I don't know. I'd really have to go back. So it might have been the first time in at least maybe even two years. Wow. It's a long time. But as you mentioned, hashtag AskGSM. By the time you guys check this episode out on WrestleRant Radio on Thursday, July 20th on NextDirectioning.net, hopefully hashtag AskGSM will have already been uploaded by then. Check it out on the YouTube channel, John Knapp at John Knapp on the Twitter. At John underscore, Knapp underscore. At John Knapp underscore on the Twitter machine. Uh, is, how many times have you changed it by now? Oh, a while. Every every time I change it, it was to take another class that tells me I have to change it. Well, I mean, they're always good. I just I need to get into the habit of... It's, yeah, it's been, I, this is the first time I'm well, plugging it as this one. As this one, yeah. Okay. Now, this one, this one, I think, is the one that's going to stay Okay. for the rest of me life. Um, <laughs> but as of right now, it's... Oh, I'm sorry. It's <laughs> at underscore. That's what I thought. Okay. At underscore. Now you're confusing me. Yeah, I, I, I changed... It was John Knapp underscore, but my professor told me to change it because sometimes people don't see the underscore at, oh. the, at the end. The beginning of your... You say underscore John Knapp, so yeah. At underscore John Knapp on Twitter, guys. Check it out. Follow him. You'll be in hashtag Ask some tomorrow for the first time since January. We got Hopefully. a lot of good questions, guys. A lot of great questions coming in for hashtag. I'm a lot really, of good questions really from excited. Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. Check it out. My voice is shot. Hopefully it's better tomorrow. Uh, looking forward to recording that. And, of course, SummerSlam and many other things. John, again, shout out. I've told you this before, but fingers crossed. If you can make it, it'd be amazing. Northeast Wrestling, next month, late next month, Chris Jericho's going to be there. I... He's doing a book signing. I we'll see. I know you don't like Chris Jericho. Yeah, I fucking hate him. I know you fucking hate the guy. <laughs> called him overrated. So we'll see. In Whoppering Falls, New York. But again, guys, in the meantime, in the between time, check out John Knapp on the Twitter machine at underscore John Knapp. And check out all his archived articles on nextairwrestling.net. John Stargan. A lot of great historical content on there dating back to August of 2014. Yeah, wow. So check it out when you can. Um, at, I'm at WrestleRant on the Twitter. Graham G.S. Matthews. Check me out on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. Right here on the website, nextdoorwrestling.net. John, any departing thoughts, words? I'm excited to see you guys in hashtag. That will already be up by the time you're listening to this, so check out that. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be fun. Sounds good, folks. For John Knapp, I'm Graham G.S. Matthews. We'll catch your ass down the road. I'm doing that, I'm